Who's that? That must be Angel. I think. That weird guy that wondered about all the vampires? That's him, I'll bet you. Well, he's buff. She never said anything about him being buff. You think he's buff? He's a very attractive man. How come that never came up? Oh, right. Give her your jacket. It's a balmy night. No one needs to be trading clothing out there. So, uh, yeah, welcome to Does Buffy Suck, the podcast where we watch episodes of Buffy and decide if it sucks. I was trying to figure out how to streamline this intro, because basically, I'm Keith, and I'm here with my friend Mike, and we've both watched Buffy since back in the day. And I'll just let you say hi, Mike, so people know your voice. Oh, hi, Mike. Hi, hi Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. And then there's always the, uh, so Ran doesn't know the show, and she's, she's new to it. And then I always, I guess it's Julian where it's like every time I explain like, well, you know, he did see some later episodes back in the day. He used to watch it with his sister. So as we get on, he'll know some of the stuff, but it's early stuff he doesn't know. <laughs> but I figure at this point, just to keep it streamlined from here on in, let's just say me and Mike know the show and Ran and Julian don't know the show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I definitely agree with that because, I mean, that's basically true. Yeah. And it just saves, like, it, it makes it more fun. It's like two people love it, two people are new, uh, like, you know. I don't mind lying to the audience for the rest of this show. Hell yeah. Yeah, nice. Well, I feel like, too, since we've explained it in these early episodes, our hardcore fans, they'll know the real situation. Yeah. And then our Fairweathers, you know, who just drop in because it's like, oh, I just want to watch this episode because it's spike does something cool if they don't know the full truth then they don't deserve to know the full truth but please still review us on itunes five stars only <laughs> yeah so uh i guess let's just cut right to the the wheat of the episode wheat. <laughs> i love delicious bowls of just wheat just unprocessed you know wheat. the main part of the meal the wheat <laughs> you know the wheat and the chaff this is the wheat so we're still very early on in the nascent run of Buffy. Buffy right now, it's like one of those deer that just gets born and it's taking those first uncertain steps and it's still covered in all the gross goop from its mom's deer hole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> deer hole. So we had the pilot. We had the pilot that we all enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, last episode was... Uh, branching out a little into witches, which everybody was more or less okay with, but, you know, it was just, are you afraid of the dark nonsense? And I think we're still pretty heavy into Goosebumps territory with the episode Teacher's Pet, which originally aired March 24th, 1997. And uh, as always, I've got the top movie and the top song, so we can really bring ourselves into 1997. Top movie, I'll give you a clue. It's a Jim Carrey film. Anyone got a guess? The Mask. Truman Show. Liar, liar. My, liar, liar. You got Aww. it. Bam. Nice going. And uh, the top song, I don't know, this might be giving it away. This might be too easy, but who knows? It was 1997. It was a long time ago. It's featuring Mace. Oh, it's... Oh, the Liar, Liar theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Carrey featuring Mace. It's Puff Daddy and Mace, right? Yeah, it is. Can't Nobody Hold Me Down oh, yeah. by Puff Daddy featuring Mace. So that's what was going on in the world. And a few brave souls, because I'm trying to imagine, like, I didn't get into Buffy till season two. Maybe you watch the pilot and you're like, yeah, that's all right. Then you got to jump that hurdle of, all right, I'm going to watch another episode of this show. And you get the witch episode. And now we got the truly dedicated that are like, you know what? I'm going to watch another episode. Like, I wonder how many people really were watching at this point and hadn't bailed out and didn't get into the show later. Like, I feel like anyone who saw this on its first airing, I kind of got to commend them. They were either really brave or really young. 
if you're really into like the you know universal monsters classic you know monster lore you know the first episode we got like vampires classic second episode we got witch you know a staple and then of course now another <laughs> standard staple in horror movies is a praying mantis pretending to be a person <laughs> so yeah the yeah. holy trinity you know just right on par so overdone i think that people weren't they weren't necessarily watching it for it being this cool sci-fi show right a lot of it is and i'm i'm sure it was positioned this way it's it's a high school drama with this otherworldly stuff happening so our tastes were not as good back then and we didn't have as much good TV. So people just wanted to see these teenagers fuck, probably. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel that's probably the most likely thing, is either on the one side, you're like, whoa, the Buffy and Cordelia are pretty hot. Or on the other side, uh, Xander and Giles are kind of hot. <laughs> I feel like that's the only reason anyone would be watching yeah, this. Yeah, of the hot men on the show, it was Xander and Giles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess Angel, right? I forgot about him because he wasn't in last week. I feel like, I think there's a lot more... Giles love than you might think. It's a lot of. I meant to look that up. I wonder how old he was at the time in 1997. Can somebody quickly look up his birth date? Because it's always so weird now that I'm an old ass man, and I'm like, oh geez, it's so weird to see the old man in things, and they're oftentimes younger than me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fucked up. Uh, he's born in 1954, so he's he's currently 66. So back then he was whatever, 46 or something. 43. Okay, so yeah, he's still he's still older than me. That feels good. I'm not older than Giles yet. <laughs> so I guess let's do the traditional roundtable. Julian gets to go first because he can do math. Uh, so how'd you feel about this episode? Um, hey, remember how you said that, you know, there's been some like goosebumps kind of esque episodes of this show so far. I would have rather watched an episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> oh, than that would have been awesome. Watch that been so cool. This terrible episode of Buffy. It was just, just bad, <laughs> just bad. I'm weirdly kind of glad to hear that because yeah, it was like that you guys liked last week's or accepted it, I should say, didn't outright rebel against it. I was like, I don't even know what world I'm in anymore. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what it was about this episode because like, which was fine, but this episode was like actively bad and insulting at times. Like it, it felt like a bad B movie, not even B movie, like a Troika movie from yeah. the early 90s, except, you know, not redeemable in any way. Do you mean Troma or is there a Troika? Troma. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Troma. What is Troika? I know that word. I probably took it from some video game or something. Is that the, the what a deer hole is called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, Rayan, how'd you like it? How'd you like the harrowing tale of uh, the kids who find their teacher hot, but she's a monster? Um, I mean, I really didn't hate it, but it was it was bad for sure. It was very bad, <laughs> and it was a really bad writing and bad to look at. And everything that happened was so funny. Like, I laughed a lot, and I know that was not the point. I just found, like, their attempt at this, like, piecing together this story that was already bad very funny. But when it was over, I was not upset that I watched it. Yeah, you definitely at one point looked over at me, and you were like, am I supposed to be laughing at this? Yeah. (laughs) And I just laughed and said no. (laughs) Yeah, in a weird way, I felt a little bit the opposite, where at the time, while I was watching it, I was trying to convince myself, like, oh, this is can't be fun. You know, it's it's sucky, but it's kind of fun because it's so stupid. And as soon as the credits hit, I'm like, wow, can you imagine if I, like, didn't know that this show was good? 
why in God's name would I ever watch another one? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It truly couldn't have been more goosebumpsy. Like, with all of the egg sex, like, that was the most, that was more goosebumps than goosebumps. Yeah, well, I even kind of felt like that at the end when I had that feeling in my soul of, like, there is literally no reason to watch one more of these. I think <laughs> they kind of knew I would feel that way. So that final shot of just like, oh, but there's still mantis eggs in the school. But so what? Like, that's peak goosebumps yeah. where it's like a, a thing happens and it has no effect and it means nothing and it never I do hope that happens back. every episode, that there's always that thing at the end that's like, but wait. Yeah, I remember X-Files used to do that all the time, too. The, the like, yeah, or is it? And then, <laughs> yeah. For me, yeah, okay, well, that, I, it was bad. It was very bad. I hated it. Uh, <laughs> There were gigantic plot holes, like plot holes. I don't even know if I call it plot holes as much as people behaving in ways that made no sense. Like the writing was terrible. It was written by David Greenwalt too, I think, which is a name that comes up a lot. I think he was involved in the show like all the way through. Yeah, I think he was like the co-guy for Angel. Yeah, like I haven't actually been paying attention to the names, but yeah, if it was him, he's yeah, he, he gets good later. Yeah, so it was surprising that it was him because this episode was so bad. Uh, and we can get, I'm sure we'll get into the details. I have lots of notes, but yeah, I, even the witch, I was like, didn't love it, but I was like, like you said, I accepted it, but this one, I deny, I recuse this one. <laughs> it's not my Buffy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I guess too, it starts to establish a pattern, right? Where last week it's like, oh, well, Hey, again, it's the first regular weekly episode. Like, you know, got to give them a chance to stumble a little. And then this one, and yeah, like I know I've said it before, but like this one, I don't even have a lot of notes for and stuff because it's just lame. The next one is so bad. I got thoughts about like, this is, you could teach this in school of how much this sucks. Like they're doing things you should never do. <laughs> so look forward to that. But <laughs> the good news is when I was looking forward a little, after next week, I think it, it stabilizes. I mean, it just never gets this bad again, I think. Wait, so there's one more really bad one. Yeah, next week is the worst ever. Great. Okay. In fact, let me bring that up right now. So that's an idea I was thinking I could just loosely kind of keep track of as we go. We can come up with things as we go. Just a little tally of best and worsts of this show. So for instance, these are just off the top of my head. The worst thing Buffy has said is I'm so mentally challenged. And, you know, we'll just keep an eye on it. Is she, if she says anything worse than that, that'll become the new champ. Okay. Worst thing Willow said isn't that bad, but just after they make a Nazi joke and she says, Heil. Right. Yeah, it's more just yeah, right. a strange thing to say. Worst special effect is, uh, so the teacher in this episode, her name is Miss French, and she's secretly a praying mantis. And at one point, her head spins around 360 <laughs> degrees. Oh. And it's like... I don't think they're ever... I think that's going to be the champ for the rest of the show, worst special effect, because that was insane. Yeah. I mean, technically, it was only 180 degrees, but still very bad. <laughs> oh, she didn't go the whole way, no. right? Yeah. That's the other thing, too. I watched this, like, three weeks ago, so you guys are going to have to help me out a little. Yeah. Well, we <laughs> don't know. We only saw 180. She might have gone the whole way around afterwards. Well, no, there was a line in there, because, I mean, maybe we'll get into this later, but this is another thing that really bothered me is, so Buffy witnessed her spin 180 degrees and then when Buffy was researching about bugs she's like well praying mantises can spin their heads 180 degrees so she must be a praying mantis and I was like ah, yes. what an insane leap of logic that was <laughs> <laughs> and that's too like the perfect I, like, I don't know how you'd fix it but when your effect is that bad just don't do it like it would literally be better for Buffy to just say 
like whisper to herself like oh my god her head is spun 180 degrees like as bad as that would be just anything to not yeah. show that effect because it's fucking nuts and they they actually do that in this episode where later in the episode buffy jumps down in the sewer to find the claw vampire guy and there's an off-screen fight scene where all you hear is the sounds of the fight scene happening and it's very much like we didn't have the budget or time to do this and it's funny if we do it this way yeah spent all their money on miss french's spinning head (laughs) just terrible don't forget her entire puppet (laughs) and then yeah as a sneak preview for next week i've already slotted in worst episode is the next episode and worst character is the guy they introduce next episode so look forward to that great that's a little teaser awesome So we got this teacher at school who we've never met before, and that's fine because we'll never meet him again, who encourages Buffy, you know, sees past her facade of being a cheerleader, you know, airhead. And uh, he's like, no, no, I can see that you have some smarts and you could be a great student and go great places. And he's immediately eaten by a giant praying mantis. (laughs) (laughs) So so there's our opening. (laughs) It's like, well, hope you didn't enjoy that pep talk too much, Buffy. I guess you need to find another father figure. Luckily, Giles is in the library right now. (laughs) I do want to point out that we've skipped over the very beginning of the episode where uh, Xander was having a dream or a daydream (laughs) where he was staking a vampire at the bronze, jumped up on stage and did a sick guitar solo. I hate Xander so much right now. (laughs) This whole episode, I was like, I hate this man. I hate him so much. He's such a piece of shit. (laughs) That's from here on in, like, I'm going to stay current with you guys like watch the episodes as you guys do but like i said i watched this one like three weeks ago and uh, i forgot that that happened that was insane (laughs) how bad that was (laughs) it was so bad yeah yeah and then they kind of touched on the fact that he's in love with buffy he is yeah we knew (laughs) yeah yes speaking of xander so the dead schlumpy teacher he gets replaced with a hot female teacher miss french and xander's immediately smitten with her because he's quite pathetic and then (laughs) This cool guy shows up who is a constant thorn in Xander's side all episode of like, Xander tries to be cool, but an actual cool guy is constantly out-cooling him and making him feel dorky. David Greenwald, you did it again. <laughs> you fucking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's so bad. Like, like it's weird with Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, they're written for a young audience, so there's just kind of a baseline of lameness, but... Things that lame and just in-your-face shitty don't even happen in, in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, there wouldn't just be some cool guy who's constantly making people feel bad. Yeah, and the interesting thing about this one is, like, yeah, it was very much like Are You Afraid of the Dark? But then they also started weaving in some of the overarching, like, stuff. The angel stuff kind of came in more and a lot of the, like, Buffy going hunting for vampires in the in the cemetery and stuff, which is, like... A major thing of the overall slayer stuff so we had that still we had some like actual development but then also it was like this monster of the week thing yeah it's very false advertising if you were watching this you're like yeah fuck yeah give me these vampires and then there's two horrible episodes where there's no vampires and this is just like a random monster show it must have been a very bold move to be like after the first season to be like, we're completely changing the tone and everything of this show, like re-aiming the canon to like somewhere else and just, and committing to it. Cause it must've been like a bold thing, like, but it worked. Yeah. I think hopefully they just saw they needed to. Yeah. I would be kind of interested to see what ratings and shit were like and what the network thought, like maybe it was a do or die. Maybe it's like, 
you know, we'll give you one more season, but get your shit together. Or maybe the network was like, what? We asked for a dumb Buffy show. You gave us a dumb Buffy show. Why are you trying to make it more than this? This is fine. <laughs> like, who knows? Yeah. Uh, speaking, though, of Angel and vampires in general, yeah, I, I missed this note. Angel gives Buffy a cryptic warning. Just, you know, bad things are a brewing. What a dumb fucking <laughs> conversation that was. I rewinded it because I was like... <laughs> Was there any point to this? <laughs> well, you know what the point was, is that Angel gives Buffy his cool leather jacket, and it's so cool. He's so dreamy. <laughs> yeah. But hey, can I say something about that conversation that was such a glaring oversight? Uh, did you guys notice it? I don't know. Actually, I took a photo on my phone that I'll send to the, our group chat later. But when he's talking to her, he's wearing like a tank top, like a white tight white tank top. And he's clearly wearing a crucifix under it. You can see it <laughs> as clear as day. And I was like, we all know he's a vampire. He can't wear it. <laughs> I didn't catch that. And that reminds me back in the day, that I remember that somebody was keeping a little on their angel fire page or whatever. It was like a tally of all the times that angel stands in direct sunlight because they just weren't paying attention. <laughs> it's a lot of times. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Add that to the tally of, yeah, like times angel is clearly i mean they knew he was a vampire at this point right they didn't just decide on that halfway through the season i mean surely they must have known at this point yeah i mean there is a lot of weird stuff they do retcon angel quite a bit like i won't give away stuff too much but like when darla shows up here she has nothing to do with angel but later she totally does and when they explain like basically just that like so angel's redemption thing is like he gets his soul back he feels real bad about all the bad stuff he did but they're like, hey, but if you can help this girl, this Slayer girl, maybe you can redeem yourself. But when he shows up in this show, I don't think they, they even knew why he was there because he's the coolest guy in the world. He's not a tormented vampire who's racked with guilt. He's just like, fuck, man, you look pretty cold. Do you want a leather jacket? <laughs> yes. Don't think about making out with me too much. Keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> shit's going down. Like, he's just so cool. <laughs> Bones was so smoldery in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is young Bones. <laughs> was he Bones or is the girl Bones? The Deschanel girl Bones. The girl is Bones. I'm pretty sure he's Booth. Bones and Booth. Oh, he's not even Bones. <laughs> I've never seen Bones. Neither have I. Bones. I never saw Castle either. I feel like I'm letting down all my Joss Whedon actors. He was actually Castle. So Miss French, in case in case we're not connecting dots here, she's openly obsessed with the beauty of the praying mantis because she is a mantis because early Buffy is fucking garbage. <laughs> like, couldn't be less subtle. Okay, but this is kind of funny. I, I'll give them credit for this. The way that they find the headless teacher that got killed is because Cordelia has to get her medically prescribed lunch, yeah. which she keeps in the lunch room. Like, she just is walking past all the lunch ladies like i'm just here to get my medically prescribed lunch oh my god <laughs> fucking headless teacher <laughs> why are all the headless people in lockers yeah this is just their go-to yeah i'd say though they're upping their game a little bit as far as reactions to dead people like they react a little there's a little bit of fallout at least yeah i have a i have a note for that too she reacted and then they cut to like the library where they were all like oh my god, our teacher's dead. Like, they were actually affected by a death this time for the first time. So that's nice. That was nice to see. I didn't know if it was real or not. Like, I, I asked Julian, is that him? Is I didn't know if it was a dummy or a setup or... Like, I, I can't tell. I can't tell if it's real or not. I assume he's still alive. Like, the actor. <laughs> oh, thank god. Thank god. I'm so worried. Uh, so yeah, Julian mentioned earlier this weird vampire with the knife hand. And yeah, this is... 
this is weird because it's like I think it's a little fledgling attempt at Buffy cleverness, but it's just too much going on and too confusing that on top of the praying mantis lady, there's this vampire who instead of a hand has a knife and I guess he's all badass, but then he bumps into Miss French out in the world and he's scared of her. So it's like, oh my God, something's clearly going on with Miss French because vampires are scared of her. And I'm just going to jump ahead a bit. What they do with this knife guy, the only reason he's in this episode is Buffy drags him around town <laughs> till she finds the house that he's scared of. And that's how she knows that that's Miss French's house because the vampire's scared to be there. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess that's kind of like, that feels like a little Buffy-ish that like just a funny, bizarre way to use a villain of like drag him around till he's scared. But man, this whole thing just didn't work at all. It's just such a weird contortions to go through. Here's the second bad guy and we're going to use him as a metal detector for evil. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and just the, how impractical it is. Like, how big is this town? Do we even know she lives in this town? She could live in this next town over. And like, how can you possibly walk someone around every single neighborhood? It's just like really bothered me. Well, it feels like that's why they put her in there because it was, or put him in there because they were like, oh, Miss French's house is going to be the actual Miss French, this sweet old lady. And now it's like, we have absolutely zero way to find out who this person is. Ah, yes. Knife man, metal detector. Uh, his name is Knife Handsman. Um, and <laughs> yeah. rest in peace, big man. <laughs> Yeah. Also, he didn't dust when they, when when she, he got staked. Yeah, he didn't. Maybe it was just a guy. <laughs> he's just the goth kid who pretends he's a vampire or whatever. So of course he's scared. He's scared of everyone. He's just scared of Miss French because he's scared of pretty ladies. And that's so stupid. He like, just has a special. Like we're supposed to buy that. Like this praying mantis demon or whatever is so scary that even the vampires are scared of them i think you mean uh she mantis or virgin thief yeah sorry <laughs> yeah she mantis yeah maybe everyone's so scared because they all haven't put their dicks in anything so they're just afraid to be caught uh we learned that uh xander's full name is alexander lavelle harris which i just thought was i don't know i just didn't know that so now i know I can't remember how we learned. I think he just said it. Okay. He was so, and he was so embarrassed about Lavelle. He's like, oh no, it's blame my mom. But you go willingly by Xander and you're not embarrassed of that. <laughs> and he brought it up too, right? It's like, oh, it's so just. Well, he was under her pheromone spell, which, yeah. thank God they made it pheromones <laughs> because for a while I was like, these boys are behaving like so <laughs> crazy. Towards, they're all yes. like, this teacher wants to fuck me, and we're fighting over her. And I was like, this is so yeah. weird. <laughs> Thankfully, they were like kind of possessed a little. Like that at least made some sense. Julian did have to say that to me because I was getting so mad about everything Xander was doing. I was like, what an idiot! I hate him. And Julian's like, it's pheromones, Ryan. <laughs> Fine. I say that all the time. <laughs> I don't know if I was just like preconditioned to know it was a pheromones thing before it was revealed it was pheromones because like. I don't know how many like pheromones episodes of sci-fi shows I've seen at this point. Yeah, but definitely. like, this is a thing. This is a thing. Do pheromones <laughs> explain her accent? Because what was that? Yes, I was like, where? What is this voice? So it's Julian looked it up clear. because I might get. I was like, I don't know. It's almost British, almost French, definitely Scandinavian in some way. And Julian looked it up. What was it? Was a she's Dutch South African. Mm. So that was just her speaking voice, or was she like putting yeah. an accent on? I, if I had to guess, that's probably your speaking voice. Okay. Yeah, it's it's and once you said that, it made sense because I 
Dutch I don't think is Scandinavian, but it's adjacent. That's like a weird mix because Dutch people have a super neutral accent, like their English is great. And South Africa is like South Africa. Like it's just weird. It's hard to even do. <laughs> well, know? that's kind of what her voice was. It was like mostly normal and then a little bit cursive. So uh, yeah, I think I missed the thing about the pheromones too. Honestly, I think I just wasn't paying attention. Like like usually I would, if I have something to write down about the show, I would pause it and write it down with the earlier episodes but i distinctly remember with this one i just let it roll while i was writing so i i might have missed that but anyway xander follows it's like following the scent from a pie he goes to miss french's place and the cool guy whose name i didn't write down because who gives a shit he's already there he's uh blaine blaine (laughs) jeez so he got trapped by miss french yesterday so now it's like oh no they're both trapped in the mantis lady's house and then while the gang is researching the bug lady, that's when they learn that she only eats virgins. Oh, Hilarious. She can tell. <laughs> oh, <God>. Fuck <laughs> you, Xander. Fucking loser. My last note of the whole, my whole note here is LOL, 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 boys being virgins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, again, this is a super common trope of every single teen movie and teen show and everything. And it's just like, dude, like, granted, I get that I'm a, gigantic loser but i didn't get laid till i was like 24 (laughs) yeah it's pretty normal like having i guess it is like the way that especially guys in high school are like ribbing on each other and saying stuff like that but it is pretty normal to not have sex in high school i know they were masking it with it being like this weird pheromones thing and she's not an actual teacher but the whole like teacher being horny for students was just so creepy yeah and it so felt creepy. like it was normalized yeah like it just felt like yeah this is a normal thing that shows did at this time well there was that like uh, this is around the time there was that case of like the teacher that female teacher that was like sleeping with like her students or whatever and there was the general vibe that it was like oh those te- those students are so cool so lucky yeah like lucky guys where it was like no it's actually an assault and it's super creepy <laughs> there was shit like that in my high school too because like teachers can be super young when they're fresh out of school and there was one teacher in my high school there was a couple that we were like what are you doing and like this one teacher would always sit on her desk and she always wore tight short skirts and we're like lady come on but this other teacher was always spending her time with the star musical child. Um, And they were just spending all their time together. And she used to give him rides everywhere. And they were always alone. And the year he graduated from high school, they were a couple. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So fucked up. Isn't that weird, though? Because I had this novel I was writing back at this time, actually, when Buffy was still airing. And one of the characters was the hot teacher who, you know, has the hots for this kid in the school. And I remember at one point, I like... I'm like, I even researched it a bit and there's tons of stories. Like it really is common enough for female teachers to date students, but I still took that character out of the story because I'm like, I don't care that this really happens. It feels fake. It just doesn't feel like a real thing. Like I feel like it would be corny for me to put this in this story. Yeah. But yeah, at least Buffy's got the pheromones. They explain everything. It's probably how she got the job. I like that pheromone <laughs> thing. Like that's, it probably explains all of this nonsense. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking go with it. Uh, so then my next note is, yeah, fucking Buffy finds the vampire with the metal hand, drags her around town to find Miss French's house. So we're all caught up now. Uh, then she kills it. So fuck that guy. Yeah. So that whole thing we already discussed. A little awkward. Buffy fights the big bug. So what is the deal with her? She just transforms whenever she wants to or she transforms right before she eats a young virgin boy. 
How does she turn back? Like this is always a problem with me in werewolf movies too. I can see you turning once, but you don't turn back into Miss French after you're a giant mantis monster. So there, there was a moment where um, she cornered Xander in the basement. And then the next scene it comes to is Xander being like tied up and strapped in or like strapped up with these leather straps on him. And she was still in um, mantis form. So how did she, how did she do that? <laughs> Carefully tying these little knots with her pincer <laughs> arms. <laughs> See, like that, shit like that would have saved it. And like, you know, later on in the show, that might not be a joke they would do, but they might, you know, like, yeah. if you're going to have a monster that's a mantis creature, go for a comedy episode. Don't try to take this seriously. But at this point, it's just a weird mess of like, is this serious? Is this yeah. a joke? Who knows and who cares? Like, what is this shit? And speaking of yeah, that, when Xander is in the prison with uh, Blaine, and then Blaine is describing like what she's doing, what she's going to do. And then he says, and the worst part is she mates with you. <laughs> what does that mean? Does anyone know what? Was that clear to anyone? They never, I mean, they clearly never explained what he specifically meant by that. Because they said she puts down eggs and then she finds someone to fertilize them. So what does that mean? He's like just jacking off onto the eggs? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I wasn't clear, but he made it sound like, then she mates with you, which also sounds like bad, like sounds like a sexual assault. And we don't, well, you know, we don't want to hear about that. Yeah. I thought it would be like she was impregnating him with her mantis babies or something but it was like kind of played as a joke i mean that's what i thought i was just picturing mantis sex <laughs> yeah maybe again they were just like because it's still a new writer's room and stuff maybe they were all just too embarrassed to ask him what he meant <laughs> <laughs> just, like, right yeah uh, this guy clearly knows how mantises uh mates so let's not ask so again yeah my notes fucking suck for this episode it just uh buffy fights the big bug didn't she use, like, hairspray or something? Light it on fire? No, no, bug spray. Bug spray, oh. She didn't light it on fire. She was just spraying him with, like, Raid or whatever. Or spraying her. But that fight scene was so bad. Yeah. It was, like, so clunky. And the costume was just, like, a solid mass of rubber. <laughs> that was, like, immovable. And it was, like, the fight scene was just all over the place. And not, like, suspenseful at all. I don't know if I missed it from previous episodes, but... Oh, the, like, grunt noises during all the fights are... First of all, do you think they're put in later? No. <laughs> because it sounds like it. Yeah, was that... Uh, okay, no, I don't have that note for this one. I made the note for the next one. But, yeah, just that the the punch noises at this <laughs> juncture are really bad. They don't even have, like, two or three. It's the same little punch sound over and over. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And they just... I don't know if I'm just, you know, being gross, but they're just... I'm like, for sure young boys are getting turned on by this, right? Like, <laughs> she's Sarah Michelle Gellar, and she's grunting. I don't think those grunts go away, if I remember correctly. Like, they're, Buffy's fights were always pretty grunty. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that goes, because I noticed the next episode after this, like, there's a... She does a flip, and it makes a little <laughs> sound, like a little whoosh sound. And I'm like, man, these sound effects are just terrible. But I, I don't know if they do get much better. I mean, we'll see. I know they get better, but but it is still like, this is the total 90s Xena influence of just like... <laughs> you know, just, I just want to go have a fight so I can see what kind of noises I would make. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, soon after this, like a couple years after this, Fight Club came out. And I really think Fight Club kind of revolutionized 
that meat packing thud of what it really sounds like to punch somebody mm. but until then nobody gave a fuck they were just like <laughs> stupid i mean it's probably just comes from like hong kong action films and stuff but yeah it sounds very lame these days so yeah after they fight the big bug or buffy fights the bug xander and cool guy blaine are saved and that's when willow reveals like oh yeah and it's so messed up that she only ate virgins. Only virgins were targeted. And they're just like, oh, awkward. I'm not a... Although, as weird as it is to just, like, make these constant virgin jokes, you know, it's pretty harmless. It's like, yeah, whatever. It's not a big deal. Compared to over on our sibling podcast, Blossom Buddies, where Craig and Jason are watching Blossom, they've got a constant tally of, like, gay jokes. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable amount of times that Six makes gay jokes. <laughs> So, I mean, compared to that, Buffy's doing all right. You know, I have virgin jokes. It's low-hanging fruit, but... Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and on that note of Willow kind of commenting on Xander, we got the first kind of reveal that Willow is into Xander in this episode, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to... Well, I was going like, to be like, this must happen or make my... Hey, I've never seen this show. Is this going to happen? Because she's like, Xander's adorable smile. I'm like... This is random. Now that Xander's boyfriend Jesse is out of the way, <laughs> Willow can make her move. <laughs> I guess also before the episode ends, uh, Angel lets Buffy keep his his cool jacket. He's so cool. Oh, he's so cool. You, you look better in <laughs> yeah. it. It looks better on you. The note that I have is, here comes Angel smoldering up the place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, I mean, I guess we don't know yet that he's a vampire, but he clearly only wears that... Uh, cool jacket so he can coolly give it to people and act cool because he doesn't get cold he doesn't have circulation he's a vampire he doesn't need his jacket do you think he just has like a closet of a bunch of those jackets that he just gives out to random people (laughs) yeah and that is man that is one thing i mean this is common in all vampire fiction i guess but it is pretty weird that he's like 400 years old and she's like 16 and he's just like yeah man and it's twilight all this shit it's always this way but it's just fucking weird like take my jacket it's cool I look young, but man, I'm not. I'm fucking real old. (laughs) I will say I'm very excited to find out more about him because I don't know. Like, I don't know his story. I don't understand why he's on her side. So... So anyway, there's that episode down. Um, Nice. That was easy. I guess we can pretty safely say that does Buffy suck? This week it does. (laughs) (laughs) And they left us with a little cliffhanger, you know, maybe this praying mantis is going to be a constant theme throughout the seven seasons of this show. Dear God. Uh, Those eggs are there, (laughs) you know, they hatch, just more teachers, more, more students getting kidnapped do you think a show about praying mantises could be good nope (laughs) (laughs) yeah this was a backdoor pilot to the fucking mantis show where all the lead characters are mantises and they fuck this episode this sucks (laughs) yeah next week it'll be better next week will be great oh and let me give a little sneak preview too of uh just to make sure everybody listens to the next episode even though the episode of the show sucks but uh i'm working on a little mini project where the character that that does get introduced next episode they say his name so many times that i was losing my mind so i'm making a supercut <laughs> of every time they say his name and it's so many times it's gonna be like two minutes long it's crazy how many times they say this fucking idiot's name <laughs> so look forward to that nice so uh julian hello are we ready to wrap it up with our classic final line oh yeah i got it i got it prepared already all right baby shoot hey um but you know sometimes sometimes buffy does suck but 
what we don't know, what we probably actually do already know, <laughs> is that maybe the next Buffy will not suck as much as this Buffy did uh, suck. It's got to be good sometime. Eloquent. <laughs> Beautiful. <Perfect. laughs> I'm really glad you're okay. It's so unfair how she only went after virgins. <laughs> what? What? 